0: Hey friends, it's Lacey and Drew here today talking about all things Hanukkah. We can't wait to share some of our family's favorite traditions, recipes, craft ideas, games, and some of the must do's when it comes to Hanukkah. Whether you've celebrated a lot or you've never celebrated before, we can't wait to give you some of our insights to this really great winter holiday. It might be something that your family loves.
1: Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse
0: totally we're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling homesteading natural health care plant medicines natural childbirth healthy eating meditation creative endeavors overall self-sufficiency for the whole family
1: oh and don't forget self-development and spirituality
0: oh of course key players
1: we hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't try things that could make your life better and mostly we want to encourage you to
0: never stop learning and
1: let your life be a schoolhouse too
0: Hey friends, it's Lacey and Drew here. So it is Chanukah time.
1: That's right, Chanukah. So <laughs> the, I know a lot of people wonder what the CH on the front is. The best way to say it is you've got to, it's almost like bringing up some spits, Hanukkah. Clear your throat. Clear your throat, yeah.
0: You don't have to spell it that way or pronounce it that way. Hanukkah, we know what you're talking about. Yep. What does it mean? It, it means Feast of Dedication, which is really about the history of the holiday itself. It has l- literally nothing to do with Christmas. A lot of times people will associate Hanukkah as like the alternative to Christmas for Jewish folks. And that's actually not accurate at all. So if you didn't know, there's actually a whole book that was written during the time of the Bible called the Book of Maccabees, And Hanukkah celebrates what happened in that book.
1: So it's a rebellion... Of the Maccabees taking back over Jerusalem, and spoiler alert if you, you don't, if you're not going to read it, then also the oil lasting for eight nights after they gain control of the temple again.
0: So, one of the reasons I love Hanukkah is because while it might seem like we should celebrate this victory of conquering Uh, they actually shifted the celebration from celebrating that because it of course includes violence and maybe isn't something that we should as humans really celebrate that much Um, but it shifts it to the miracle that happened that even though the temple was desecrated and there was not enough oil left to light the menorah the holy menorah in the temple somehow they lit it with what oil was left and it lasted until somebody returned with more sacred oil for that menorah it was kind of a really beautiful small miracle and one of the reasons I love Hanukkah is because it reminds me to remember the small miracles
1: yeah I mean it was a time where they actually they needed to light that in order to rededicate the temple right Mm so I mean I don't know. I don't know that I call it a small miracle. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe,
0: not a small, maybe not a small miracle.
1: A little a little bit of oil. That was a small part of it, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> One little thing was keeping them from getting it done, and, and it lasted and worked.
1: So. Okay, so yeah. I think with that, we need to talk about menorahs. So, strange thing is there's two kinds of menorahs. Mm-hmm. There's a menorah that has seven branches, and mm-hmm. that's what you would find in the temple.
0: The holy temple menorah, and be made out of gold.
1: Right, and that... And then there's the Hanukkah or the menorah that you use during Hanukkah time. Yeah.
0: If you want a really specific description of what the menorah would look like, you can look in, I think, Deuteronomy and Leviticus outlines. It's very specifically, and it's, you know, got a very ornate kind of look to it. And then if you see Hanukkiahs around, they have how many branches?
1: They have nine.
0: Nine, right, because it's eight nights, And then in both of them, they have a middle candle that's taller generally than the rest of them, and that is known as the shamash, which just means servant candle. So that's the candle that is used to light the rest of the candles.
1: So that little guy, you light him, and then he goes around and lights the other lights. So it's a, it's a really fun. I mean, you can play with that as much as you want, and I think it's a really fun tradition just lighting the Hanukkah each night of Hanukkah.
0: Mm -hmm. So we have had all kinds of Hanukkiahs. They've looked a lot of different ways. Some of them are very traditional looking. Some of them have Hebrew lettering. Our newest Hanukkah we got in Jerusalem last year is an oil-based one. So it has little wells that you put oil in and then a wick that just sucks the oil out from the bottom and up through the top. So that would have been a little bit more like the actual lamp that was lit in the, the temple. And that's where that oil comes from. Obviously, candles don't require oil, so it's just a commemoration. If you want to get one of those fun oil candle menorahs you I think you'd have to look online I don't know I yeah haven't seen. I don't
1: I don't know where you would find them around here but I mean you can also just line up like eight candles you know mm, and absolutely we've done that with just like tea lights you know so it's mm-hmm. do with what you got if you want to get fun with it you can do that
0: yeah a few rules about the Hanukkah though is meant to go in a window because One of the major themes of Hanukkah is to light the darkness. It happens during Kiss Love, which is the darkest month of the year. It usually falls in December, sometimes in November. And it's about cutting through that darkness and piercing through it and just seeing how little this this small, small amount of light can, can pierce right through that darkness and how much hope is there in that. I think it's really beautiful imagery.
1: Yeah, and I was just reading today, it's also like, it's the turning point for us. So from Hanukkah on, the days get longer, more light comes back into the world, you know, depending on where you are in the world. But Mm. so it's, I think that's really powerful too, is we light these candles and now we're bringing more light back in also. Mm. Yeah
0: so we've talked about what it celebrates we've talked a little bit about how it pertains to us i'll tell you our kids love it i think ever since the time they were little it's the time of year they get to they get to play with fire so they get to every kid has their own menorah in our house and one of the simplest crafts you could do like drew was saying you can just use tea lights just get some clay and poke holes in it get small birthday candles if that's all you can find and then you have just make like a strip for these candles and then let it dry and you're set you're good to go
1: and birthday candles is a good safe Thing for little ones. If you've got mm. small ones that are going to want to light candles.
0: Mm-hmm. And they want to, I promise yeah. you. I think it's one of those things where if you let them do it under your supervision, it's better than restricting them from doing it because then they'll just do it when you're not watching and that's way worse, right?
1: Right, <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> okay, so some of the must-dos for Hanukkah, Hanukkah, obviously. We have made some really fun Hanukkiahs over the year, and that crafting can be uh, as simple or as complicated as you want it to be, really. We've made them out of little wood peg dolls. We've made them out of clay, like I said. There's lots of designs that make it out of hardwood for our hardware from hardware stores or wood is a good option you can get really creative with making a Hanukkah and that can be one of the best ways to celebrate is to make these new things each year that are just giving you this time together and because Hanukkah lasts for eight nights you really want to spread out these little things through the whole the whole of it so don't just overwhelm yourself in one day just kind of have a different one little thing to do each day
1: it's kind of like a little week of Hanukkah crafts is the way we treat it yeah
0: that's how ours goes
1: and it's fun that way. I mean, you know, I know it's a little bit different than other holidays because kind of like with Christmas, you got that one day and then that's it where mm. you kind of you get to play along while you're celebrating. So it's a little bit different, but it, it I think it leaves room for uh, more creativity. And if you forget to do something, you got another night to do it. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> You don't have – the the exchanging of gifts is for sure probably a cry from Christmas. It's not something that was part of the original tradition. It's just It's just an element that some people do, some people don't do. Keep it simple. Eight nights of gifts can get a little overwhelming. So I have a hard time keeping it simple. I find like really random things like a pair of socks – or underwear, and I kind of save up stuff that, that everybody needs and wrap it up just to make it fun every night. But... It, make,
1: it makes for really great gifts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone loves it. Okay, so the second thing you need, besides the Hanukkah to light each night in your windowsill, is Dreidel. So Dreidel is that little clay top. So you may have heard the song. Drew, are you going to sing it with me? No,
1: I'm not going to sing <laughs>
0: Dreidel, Dradle, dreidel, I made you out of clay. So we've tried to make them out of clay, and this is actually way harder than this song would make you think, because making a balanced top to spin is not as easy as just pulling out some clay yeah, and shaping no. it into a square.
1: I have a feeling they made it like a ball instead of an I don't actual. know.
0: Yeah, that's a good... Maybe we should experiment this year, but there are lots of great ways to make dreidels, um, but I would suggest you buy a few too, because it can be really frustrating if you're trying to play yeah. a good game of dreidel and it's just not working.
1: And by a good game of else she means, like, give it a try, but – it's the kind of game that can go on forever. It's Endlessly. It could be longer than Monopoly.
0: We have had some extremely fun games of um, dre- dreidel, yeah. though, with, with like 30 adults at once, and it's a little bit like um, gambling.
1: <laughs> it is definitely gambling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's really fun. And the gelt that is a part of that is just these little gold coins that you may or may not have seen before. And what happens is everybody, you spin your dreidel and it tells you whether you lose gelt or whether you keep gelt or whether you get the whole, the pot in the middle of gelt and it, it really is fun the kids love it
1: yeah and it's chocolate coins did yeah you say it was i don't think coins? i did yeah. yeah so that's the other problem is some of the chocolate coins get used for the game the other part the kids sneak and eat and or they bite. melt
0: in pockets yeah so.
1: and by the end of hanukkah <laughs> you generally don't have any more gelt so it's fun either way
0: yeah it is. um
1: did i don't think we talked about why we spin a dreidel though. why
0: do we spin a dreidel yes So you'll notice on a dreidel it has four sides, and the four sides each have a letter on them. And those are Hebrew letters, which if you know Hebrew, you know these letters. But if you don't know Hebrew, you don't. And the letters just stand for a great miracle happened there if it's if you're in the states or a great miracle happened here if you're in jerusalem or i I think all of israel i think all of israel anyway so you buy these dreidels and they have those letters on them and for example if you get a shin that means you put one in which is a a letter that looks a little bit like a w and then there's a gimel which if you get a gimel you get them all. You get them all. It doesn't look like anything. Maybe a man walking a little yeah. bit.
1: You can Google the directions. Yeah. Directions it's are easy. easy.
0: In fact, maybe we'll put a link to the, the directions. Yeah, we can put that um, in the show notes. Exactly. Okay, so dreidel is awesome and fun and simple and easy. If you don't have coins, chocolate coins, you can totally just use like marbles or regular pennies or we've played yell or dreidel with all kinds of different little pieces of stuff
1: or you can just play with nothing and just spin it yeah and then i think the next like must do for hanukkah is what every great jewish holiday requires <laughs> and that is some food so the mm. tradition is like we said it's a, a miracle of oil lasting so it's as much fried food as you can eat mm. And then at the end of it, we generally do a cleanse. No, I'm
0: just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So lots of grease. I actually just ordered us an air fryer because I'm like, oh, maybe this year we can cool, get a that little count? healthier. I feel like sure, that's- yeah. if no
1: oil, then is it really fried? <laughs> Good uh, question. I don't know. But so sufganiyot is a uh, our favorite thing, which is a donut. But mm-hmm. in Israel, they call them sufganiyot. And it's just a jelly-filled donut. And what they- did we
0: find out sufganiyot means?
1: Oh, it means uh, (laughs) absorb.
0: That's how it would translate.
1: Yeah, so it literally is the like
0: dough. The means
1: of absorbing oil (laughs) so that you can
0: eat it. (laughs) So you
1: can eat it to fulfill the the mitzvah. The mitzvah, which is like the the
0: blessing. Yeah,
1: the blessing of celebrating Hanukkah. (laughs) The
0: commandment. Yeah. Okay, so soup kugel are wonderful. You can make your own. You we often will just go out for donuts, and that can be a really fun tradition too. Latkes. So Uh, latkes latkes is just potato pancakes. So most German stock have had potato pancakes in one form or another for one reason or another. But latkes is what you call them in Hebrew, or maybe that's Yiddish. I'm not sure. Or in
1: in the South, we call them hash browns.
0: So interesting fact, (laughs) we're in Israel, right? And we're looking all over the holy city for latkes. And guess what? There's like one place that makes latkes. So it's not really an Israeli thing, that's for sure. It's a very European thing that came from the European Ashkenazi Jews and brought that Into the United States and that's really where that comes from but but they're delicious and I mean I feel like even just french fries or tater tots meet the bill if you're if you're gonna not make them from scratch but there's nothing more delicious than just you shred these potatoes make a little cake out of them add a little egg first and then throw them in your your frying pan and they're delicious
1: yeah and you can get fun with them like we've made Sweet potato mm. ones, you know, being in the South, you've got to have sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm.
0: You can add onion.
1: Onions. You make savory. You can make sweet. You know, there's So actually, one kinds. of my
0: favorite recipes is for like a giant latke. And I'll have to see if I can share that recipe with you all because it was such an easy but delicious and crispy side dish with our, I think we had brisket last year or something. Yeah. It was just an amazing treat. But it makes it a little simpler than standing over the frying pan because we actually have a fried fry daddy and Drew will stand over that for hours just... Frying all these latkes yeah. one by one.
1: generally, Lacy invites a mazillion people. I mean, that's, I mean, that's part of uh, Hanukkah is you've got to have a party with people. Mm. Um, I think it's part of the celebration is you know coming back together and celebrating that. Like we said, the light and the darkness, and Absolutely. you know just a community aspect of it. So, however you feel comfortable doing that, I'd highly encourage that part also. Mm. I know this year is kind of weird in that way. Well, but yeah,
0: so over the years, we have been keeping Hanukkah for probably 20 years now. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's fun. If you've never tried it before, try it. Maybe you have. Try adding a little bit more to your your routine or your holiday and see what more fun you can have. And share with us. For sure, we want to hear all about it. Maybe tag us on Instagram or on Facebook in our group. Share a picture of what you're doing for Hanukkah this year. But we also have on our blog, it if you didn't know that exists, it's at schoolhouselife.com. Back slash blog, uh, You can just type in the search Hanukkah, spelled with an H even, H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H, and you will find recipes and crafts and all kinds of ideas on things you can do to celebrate, some musings even, just get some ideas about what it's all about and what it can mean for your family. But if you have any questions, please reach out. Um, we're really excited that you guys listened to us um, today talk about this really yeah. fun element of our lives.
1: For sure. And, um So something else super exciting is Lacey just released a book.
0: Oh, yeah. We have a special Hanukkah present for you. If you haven't bought the book yet, which you should totally buy the book. because Which has nothing
1: to do with Hanukkah. Nothing to do with Hanukkah. Well, maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we are giving our listeners 30% off with the coupon code, the schoolhouse life. All one word. And you should check it out. I think you'll really like it. It's gotten really great reviews. I share a good deal about connecting with your passion and building a life around that and um, and hopefully even making maybe a profit.
1: Right. Yeah. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to us.